Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Texas Steampunk Connection. I am Fax. And I'm Flavio. And we're coming to you from beautiful downtown Austin, Texas. Is this downtown? Middletown. It is is the the 9th of May, 2016, because, you know, we're going to talk dates and time. Well, dates of stuff, so that's important. Yeah, yeah. So today is today. (laughs) Right. But if you listen to us next year, then, you know, some of this stuff may or may not be happening. It'll be yesterday by then. Right. So... Um, since last we recorded, we went to a couple of events. Uh-huh, yep. They were small events, but they were fun events. The first one was the steampunk incursion at the ghost town here. Yes, yes. Out in Maynard, Texas, there is a strange little, uh, effectively a ghost town or, or really a... It's a movie set. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a movie set of a, of a western town uh, for no reason except that the owner had a lot of pallets and wood and, and thought land. it would be fun. Yep. And it's a land to build on. And it is fun. It is a really cool little place. Yeah, uh, pretty laid back. They let anybody... It's not, it's, not, it's free to walk in and look around and play around. If they don't have it reserved for True. For yes, they do have so, reser- reservations. So that uh, check out the website first to make sure that, that it's open to the public. But it was this, we, this uh, event we went to recently. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, Scott Keyes, put together this event at the J. Lorraine Ghost Town. And... Uh, it was fun. It was sort of yep. a, a first first run on the the uh, yes. event concept that he's he's trying to build on. Mm-hmm. Yep, he set up some events like a little poker tournament. No real money was involved. Dang <laughs> oh. it. Yep, and he had a little laser tag tournament and mm-hmm. also a cro- croquet thing. And he was giving out little prizes, and they were really cool little like silver bar prizes. They were really cool. I won a croquet one. <laughs> you are the croquet master. Yes, I lost completely in poker pretty quickly myself. <laughs> so don't. I'm never going to play poker with anybody because I know I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I, I want to learn to play poker. I didn't have a chance that day because uh, by the time I got there, uh, the tournament was was in full swing. But I'd like to learn to play. Uh, it's not that difficult, really. Sometimes, but, but I want to learn to play and not lose. Oh well, that's that's a hard part. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have a poker face, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I could poker face. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that went on for a good part of the day. We got there in the afternoon and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Went, went on till evening, um, and it was it was an overall really cool cool time, relaxing time, nothing stressful about it. Hanging out with some friends, we had some people show up. Um, I don't remember their names, but they were out there playing their violin and that was guitar. A, a Victoria. Yeah, uh, and her husband, whose name escapes yeah. me. I'm pretty sure that was just kind of an impromptu thing for them, but it, it added more to the ambiance. They were really good. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Very impressive. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, otherwise it was a pretty laid back thing, and you know, we're hoping to build on it and have more people show up next time if there is a next time. I'm, I think he's thinking about it. Uh, he's talking about doing on another one in a few months, and yeah, we'll update you when the, that time is is scheduled because uh, it's definitely worth coming back out yes, to. Yes, it's just a nice, you know, especially if you're in a little ghost town, you got the buildings, and you, if you're dressed up, you, it fits right, you fit right in. You know, you feel right. like you belong there. <laughs> you know, you don't feel out of place, you don't feel out of time. And the, the, other people who, the other people who showed up, you know, out of the blue for them, you know, just for them going there, they, they enjoyed looking at us and seeing us there, you know, and definitely they enjoyed the impromptu little concert that right, they played. Right, right. It was open <laughs> to the public, so that there were, you know, just other people wandering around, wondering what was going on but they they seem to have a good time and i love playing off of uh strangers and mm-hmm. people who don't know what the heck i'm doing right <laughs> and they never really asked us but I'm, I'm wondering if they thought we just actually were like part of part of this part of the place maybe <laughs> do we belong oh. there <laughs> you know what i mean 
we live there. They <laughs> right. feed us scraps. Yes, yes. They, they give us a burger every once in a while. Yeah, they have a little <laughs> bar and a little and a, and a kitchen, so you can order food and yeah, yeah. some beer there. You know, they don't let you. They don't like you to bring in all this outside food, so they'll, no, they'll provide right. it for us. Yeah, you know, it's it's just part of the agreement, which is always you know, it's not a bad it's not a bad agreement to have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they they're offering this this whole uh, set and, and play area to uh, goof off in, and so yeah. Um, Buy a couple of beers, get some burgers there, uh, spend a little money, uh, yeah, and they'll to, be happy <laughs> to keep things uh, on the up and up. It's cool. Yeah. So we'll keep you in touch. We'll keep you informed if when the next one shows up and happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the next thing we went to was the steampunk invasion of the steampunk saloon here in Austin, Texas, on Sixth Street. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, there were there weren't very many of us there either. A handful of people, but it all overall, I think you know that might, was my first time there. And overall, the ambiance was laid back for Thursday, Wednesday night. It was a Wednesday night. Wednesday night, <laughs> and plenty of you know, plenty of parking on the street, free parking on the street. Yeah, the, the Steampunk Saloon's been open for just over six, seven months, I think. Uh, and we just started uh, sort of frequenting it last month. And uh, mostly at the moment, it it's a uh, uh, it's a sports bar. Yes, but yes. they're they're working on and bringing more steampunk uh, uh, fixtures. To it, and uh, mm-hmm. and they're doing a pretty good job so far. They've got the uh, the uh, aluminum paneled ceilings and yep. the, the classic. Uh, and they got some copper uh, piping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, steel. Uh, I'll say know, tables, bar top. Yep. Okay. They, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're getting a look, and right. the, the, they're working on it. Uh, the bartenders all have uh, suspenders, and I, uh, I suggest that they wear bowler hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just you know. It goes with, I think bowler hats go with suspenders for some reason. When I think when I'm thinking if I'm gonna wear if I'm gonna wear a bowler hat, I'm gonna have to get myself some suspenders. I have, do not have a bowler hat yet. I'll be working on that later. I feel like they should have some a button down shirt. Yeah, a little, little more upscale than the the t shirts under, yeah. undershirts that they're wearing with suspenders. Well, maybe they're from the underclass. They look <laughs> underclass. Yes, we'll be we'll be working with them <laughs> slowly but surely. We will suggest no, we, things. We had a really good time. We're not yeah. we're trying to. Uh oh, sorry about that, folks. We're not trying to down on them. No, uh, they, actually, no, they enjoy seeing us there as well. They really I'd, I'd like, like us to there. get in touch with uh, the the manager or owner of that place, so we get uh, we we learn Start about what, what events they're holding there <laughs> yeah. before they hold them, so you know we can schedule these things mm-hmm. and, and and make sure we don't miss them. Because yep. I think they're going to do a lot of good things. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely. Hopefully they'll they they they, they will they enjoyed us there. Hopefully they will keep enjoying us as we show up. Um, we didn't even get too many weird stares from the other patrons who who weren't dressed up in steampunk. <laughs> you know, they just kind of accepted us. <laughs> yeah, it was a slow Wednesday. True. Uh, and the last thing, this last weekend, uh, it's not exactly a steampunk event, but the Austin Maker Fair uh, came through uh, the convention center this weekend, and I got to go. And uh, yeah, I wasn't able to go. I had a, I had other things I had to do, unfortunately, that weekend. And there were there were just so many good things to see. It was easy to get overwhelmed and uh you know visually overstimulated with all the the stuff um our friend uh daniel uh right 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 uh, uh daniel bennis yes who does uh daniel bennis science shows he's got a real uh class act he dresses up like um good old thomas edison thomas edison <laughs> and he's got uh like thomas edison light bulbs of the period mm-hmm. yep like, he has a great collection of stuff for what i, for what I can see and and you know some replicas of, of such uh, bulbs as well, and uh, and he's constantly uh, building more stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we, we we're friends with him on Facebook, and he's always showing pictures of all the stuff he's working on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he, he's uh, 
really inspired by by the, the whole maker community and teaching. He he's uh, apparently really jumped on board with uh, teaching kids about science and getting them excited. Right, and he does it in his well. I don't know how much innocent persona he's in, but he definitely wears the outfit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. with a bowler hat. Hey, how about that? <laughs> but he looks good in it. And uh, we also got to see. Well, I mean, I got to see Architect. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. I've heard and, them. I've heard of them. And they've they've performed everywhere. They've, yeah, I, I saw I, them at uh, Comic Palooza a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's when I first saw them in Comic Palooza. Uh, they're uh, kind of connected with the uh, uh, burner community uh, in Central Texas. Burning Flipside uh, mm-hmm. is, is the big yearly event, and they've performed there. And uh, they've performed at steampunk events and maker events. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. all over the place. What they do is they've got these two huge Tesla coils... Yep, and uh, they, they they somehow run them through an electric guitar, <laughs> and, and they put on an electrical display with yeah, those coils. Yeah. So there's these two coils and this guy in the shark suit, basically a you know a Faraday cage between them, playing the guitar and constantly getting hit by electrical bolt- <laughs> volts. Uh, these these what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean they they've been doing it for a while and he's not dead yet, so so they're doing something right. Good times. <laughs> And it's a, it's a spectacular show from, the, from what I remember. And I think I remember first seeing them. It was on America's Got Talent, I think, was the first time I saw them <laughs> on TV several years ago. You know, and, and they got pretty far in the competition. Cool, cool. And then, yeah, then they moved on. And then I, the next thing I know, it, I didn't realize they were from Texas, you know, yep. <laughs> and close by. But here they are. And there were giant spider walkers to see. Ooh, and spider uh, walkers. Like what? It was sort of this geodesic steel dome. Was somebody with, sitting inside of them or something? Yeah. Wow, with, like a mech. With uh, six, 12 <laughs> legs Ooh. that that walked. Oh, man, it's, it's freaky looking. Um, Sorry, I missed that. that looks... <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. And uh, our friend uh, Victoria, which we talked about uh, playing uh, musical instruments at the uh, ghost town. She was there because she's a, a garment maker. Oh, right, right, right. right. She yeah, was, she made she a frock was, coat that I wear. And she I, was I'm, doing a lot of uh, brisk business there. Uh, so she was pretty excited, uh, and our friend Chris Rachel Oslin mm. was there. She's a she's an Arthur cookbook Arthur for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always showing pictures of the food she's made online as well, and it always looks really good. Um, I bought one of her cookbooks, and I got a free piece of cake. <laughs> Woohoo! Was it good? Thanks, Chris Rachel. It was good. Awesome. It was more like it was more like breakfast bread. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, sometimes I wish I was a little bit closer friends with her so I can get some more to eat or get some more <laughs> stuff to eat. You know, it's like get the get the inside road there to get some of that food because I'm sure she doesn't eat it all. She looks she wants she wants to give it away. So you hear me, Chris Rachel? I'll eat I'll eat you know whatever you bake. I'll eat it. <laughs> you a little beggar. <laughs> Not begging. Okay, maybe I am begging. <laughs> Please. Uh, okay. Um, so let's uh, real quickly go through uh, the schedule of events coming up. Yes. Um. Starting with the big event that I'm sure everybody is talking about. The Steampunk World's Fair the, in New Jersey. It's not, I know it's not in Texas. No. But, no. you know, if people like to travel, this is something to look for. We're not going to make it because it is this weekend. Yeah, right? actually the 13th to the 15th. May 13th to the 15th. New Jersey, USA. Um, I know that's kind of, I mean, it's, all it says is on the main page, it says New Jersey, USA. But I believe the, the hotels say Pisco. Piscataway, Piscataway, forgive me for mispronouncing it. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey, yes. Right, so there's Uh, a couple hotels there. Look it up on their website. You see if you can find that. And there's a lot going on at this this convention. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the schedule, and just Friday alone was full. 
<laughs> um, there, there, you know, Steam Power Giraffe is apparently there. Um, I don't know when they're when playing, I'm- but there's like a giveaway for having dinner with them, <laughs> um, autograph sessions with them. I'm sure they're going to be playing as well. I haven't gotten far into the schedule to see exactly when they're playing, but I'm sure it'll probably be like fr- Saturday night, if anything. And there's so much stuff listed on here of what's going on. It's, it's just, I, don't, I mean, if I was there, I wouldn't know. I mean, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> it sounds like something that uh, in the future, uh, next year, maybe the year after, we'll consider definitely. It's a, going to our This is definitely selves. a big one. But the, since this is the Steampunk World Fairs, I wonder if it's always in New Jersey or does it actually travel around? I don't know. If we'll have to I, find out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll come to us. That would be cool. Yeah, if we can get it closer to Texas, that'd be, that'd be awesome. But yeah, definitely check out their website for consideration for the next time it's around. If you definitely, you know, I know it's really late, <laughs> late to hear about it. But you know, if bit you're too into late steampunk for, for this year, perhaps. Yeah, but, if uh, you're into steampunk, it's quite possible you already know about it. <laughs> and you know, if you do go and you know us, let us know and tell us what you found out and how you liked it. Yeah, yeah, for certain. Okay, moving on. Uh, the starting, uh, what is that? May sixteenth. So that's Monday next and going through the 23rd uh the fairy homes and gardens um show and and uh i guess teaching classes uh at the zilker botanical gardens here in austin uh they are going to teach you how to build fairy homes fairy houses out of uh logs and things and uh so it's how many homeless fairies are out there (laughs) (laughs) i think most of them are homeless do they want homes well, I'm sure they would appreciate it. <laughs> you know? um, but it's obviously a, a all ages uh, sort of event. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been. I mean, I haven't. I've seen it, pictures of them on Facebook, and yeah. I mean, if you have a nice garden, I mean, that looks like something nice, nice yeah, addition yeah. to your gardens, just to make it look really, you know, fairy like and cool and fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun just to yeah. go there and and see what they have uh, set up. Uh, then Tuesday, the seventeenth, uh, our regular third Tuesday of the month. Uh, event gears and beers uh at uh sherlock's baker street pub up on 183 in austin uh, i'm really excited uh today i got uh our our local uh dj argo or professor argo has agreed to uh do a short lecture on uh steampunk music awesome and uh how he finds it and you know what he's looking for yeah, what is uh, what he considers steampunk music is, or what yeah, falls under yeah, the category that, of steampunk that, music. That's a huge topic uh, that I think he's just going to touch on, and hopefully we can get him on a future show. Yeah, that's our uh, plan. Because I, I think he's got a lot to uh, share with us, so I'm looking forward to seeing what he has to say, and he's going to be DJing. Yeah, about to say, he's offering to play some music for us. Right, and, and like I said, he's going to be DJing uh, as well, possibly show some videos. Um so that'll be fun. And then I think after that, it's like next Saturday. Is it this Saturday for the the new the next steampunk coffee meetup at Epoch? Oh, right, you know? right. We've got uh, Epoch coffee meetups every two weeks on Saturday night. Uh, and the next one is this Saturday coming up. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 happening regularly. It's very informal. Just uh, come together, meet on the patio, have a coffee, have a mm-hmm. smoke, show us your mm-hmm. latest uh, toy or thing you're working on. It's good fun. Yeah, so yeah, if you haven't been out there and you like coffee and you like to talk steampunk, that sounds like the place to go, especially if you're a maker. And apparently more makers go to this one, he said, yeah. It seems to me, yeah. Uh, and that does it for May. Uh, there are a few things to mention in June. Uh, obviously, June 1st, uh, Akon. Uh, the yes, Akon. A lot's happening on Akon, steampunk-wise. That's generally considered a, a, an anime convention. It's, it's a huge, it's probably one of the 
it used to be, at least at one point, one of the biggest in the country, mm-hmm. uh, and it's still nothing to sneeze at. Um, but they they have a a steampunk uh, uh, thread. What do I want to say? Track. Track. Yeah. Uh, for for us who are into such things, and Steam Powered Giraffe is is going to make it there. Yes. Um, so that's they must be working hard. It's two weeks or uh, this weekend they're going to be in New Jersey for Steampunk World Fair, right. and then two weeks later at Acon in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Dallas Fort Worth uh, to show us some of their uh, their great show. Right. We have nothing nothing but good things to say about them. They are a lot of fun. Definitely yes, I love them. Like uh, I said, and and they, they have a lot of videos on uh, on YouTube. So you know, if you if you haven't heard the music before, check them out on YouTube. They have some. They actually make good music videos as well, or interesting mm-hmm, videos. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and you know look them up. Then on the seventh, we're still in Dallas uh, at the church, the time traveler event. What it's called in point of fact uh, is happening. It's uh, find it. <laughs> um, it's gonna have uh, Voltaire. Yeah, Voltaire. That's the one That's the guy I was looking for. Uh, and uh, he's come down a few times. We've seen him. He's got a, a fun show. Uh, when I've seen him, it's been kind of a one-man show. Uh, although his recordings uh, and his studio work has been, you know, with more of a full band. Uh, so he, he's fun. He's he's very personable and uh, yeah, worth worth checking out. And lastly, uh, last thing that I know of at this point, uh, June twenty-fifth, the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Uh, is going to be uh, happening at uh, the the site for the Steampunk November, which is uh, right, one of the biggest events that happens uh, yearly in Texas. Uh, that's in Mansfield, Texas, just just south of Dallas. There's a lot of Dallas events happening. <laughs> I um, know, right? They need to come further south. And I'm I'm wondering if this is sort of a, a, a fundraiser for the Steampunk November event, which I mentioned oh, is big. Oh, uh, so this is a separate event. It's a separate okay. event. It's okay. called the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. Uh, I you need to buy tickets in advance. There's mm-hmm. a limited number of tickets, and they go for forty dollars a piece. Um, oh, that sounds like that sounds interesting. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear about this one before. Something wrong with the internet. <laughs> uh, I, I just, I just happened to see it on Facebook myself. But uh, that's out there. If you go look for it, if uh, you're in the uh, Dallas area, or that just like rings your bell. Uh, that whole Alice in Wonderland theme. Uh, which is pretty cool. So yeah, definitely go check that yeah. out. So, yeah, more and more steampunk stuff happening every month, um, which is great because that's what we like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the more, more, I mean, the more in advance you know about it, the more you can plan for them, and that's what we're trying to do. Help you out here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know of anything that we haven't mentioned that's coming up in the next month or two, let us know. I mean, you can get in contact with us on Facebook at the Texas Steampunk Connection. Um, that's right. You just started a new yes, page. Yes, I started a new page. There's nobody else on it. Well, I think one person has found it on his own. Um, I haven't really announced it yet, but yeah, we now have a Facebook for just straight up Facebook for our podcast here. The Texas, well, not the Texas Steampunk Connection. It's all you need to type in. You should be able to find us. Nice. Leave us comments, questions, you know, definitely let us know if there's anything going on that you know as steampunk that we did not mention. Um, yeah. Just so get in, t- get in contact with us. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you, from anybody, someone. Yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we need more things to talk about. Okay, so that's everything that's coming up that we know of that's in the near future. There's, okay. There's a lot more stuff coming up later in the future, but we can talk about those in the next, the next coming up right, com- right. shows. So now we, we, we want to talk about, we want to clarify more or talk more into, delve more into what is steampunk. <laughs> right. Of course, since uh, uh, you know, every steampunk blog, every steampunk uh, uh, video series or anything, anybody ever comes up with uh, uh, one of their first topics is, well, what is steampunk? Yes. And... 
I find it strange. I keep seeing people post online or say in person, I just haven't figured out what steampunk is yet. And uh, that's weird because everybody talks about it. And I'm not going to try to regurgitate uh, or, or revisit um, exactly, you know, what is steampunk leading people by the hand from, from nothing. Uh, yes, you, you can, you can uh, look it up on, on uh, the Wikipedia. Right. But I'm also assuming if you're listening to this, you have your own idea of what steampunk is. Yeah, yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> you found us. You probably got a, a pretty good handle on uh, what you think steampunk is. Uh, which is totally cool, and you're you're probably going to be right. I mean, I don't think there's any real wrong answer. I um, would. Ter- there are some off base answers. I would but- <laughs> disagree with you, and that's why I wanted to bring this up. Okay, I figured it seems there was like something in 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 groups um, where we've had this discussion. It, it seems like the the general consensus was ah, everything is steampunk. Nothing can okay, be. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that either. But I didn't have a good counter argument. But I don't feel like everything is steampunk. Um, so I wanted to bring this up and discuss this for a little while. Yes, uh, let's do with that. You. Um, so what what is steampunk, Dax? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> this goes with the story. Want to hear it? Here yes, go. tell me a story. Okay. <laughs> story time. <laughs> um, I was at a convention a year or two ago and uh, hearing a lecture about Victorian or steampunk costume specifically. And uh, it was being... Um, Put on or hosted by a lady named Cheryl Trent, who is extremely intelligent and knowledgeable about uh, Victorian corsetry and costume and steampunk. Okay, uh, I think I was where, there for that. This was at the Broken Cog or the Corrupted uh, Cog? Corrupted Cog, okay, right. Yeah, Corrupted and Cog. she was talking about uh, uh, women's wear generally, but uh, she got into everything. And I don't honestly remember anything about her, her lecture. Um, but one thing stuck with me. So I guess I, I thought I remember one thing. Uh, and she she had these three. Uh, I don't want to do this. She had three criteria that established what steampunk costume is, mm-hmm. and the the overarching uh, rule is two out of three ain't bad. And I thought that's genius. That's yeah. brilliant. I wish I could remember what those three things were, <laughs> but okay. For this, they're not important. They're not. All right. But uh, the the overarching concept of two out of three ain't bad is great let's take that and apply it to steampunk generally so i've decided i've chosen um okay your three criteria my, are my three criteria um for steampunk and yeah let's just let's go with it okay, okay? number one N- number <laughs> one the victorian era yes victorian era steampunk that is where ideally that's normally where it's based out of that's what it's primarily based out of right so you've got to have well you don't have gotta have but the idea is steampunk is Victorian mm-hmm. in costume or in theme or, you know, background. There's, there's got to be some sort of Victorian bent to it. Um, okay, I can agree with that, definitely. Okay, pretty yes. straightforward, yep, right? That, very straightforward. That's easy. Victorian times. Okay, the second thing is innovation. That's the steam part of steampunk. Okay. Where it'd be an uh, industrial innovation as part of your your uh, worlds that you're creating for for uh, a book or a plot or technological innovation okay um, some you know the new sciencey stuff right that's uh, where all the shiny gadgets come in right gears and steam power blinky lights and, uh, um, electricity which was like brand new mm-hmm. in the victorian era um, all of those things are really you know scientific innovation and that's 
that 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 seems like a really strong basis right. for steampunk that's the steam part right and the the science part yeah the right. science the science the science fiction part or if you want if right maybe. science fiction yes the science it is, fiction victorian science fiction is how i i've often described steampunk mm-hmm. to people who didn't know so yes so that's your your number two okay, okay. number two number three What's number, number three? three well we've hit the steam mm-hmm. now we have to hit the punk right okay and now so that requires some sort of anti-establishment uh, uh, bent to it, either breaking social norms or uh, challenging the rules uh, of society or the government. So putting or, your own twist on things. Right, right. Uh, so my first thought would be, you know, uh, if if we're talking Victorian era, there's very strict code of of classes, right? The class system, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what's more fun than being a highborn lady uh, running around with the the riffraff uh, and and you know having adventures breaking those establishment rules and uh, you know going your own way uh, that that's a plot of a book that my girlfriend <laughs> ke- so, keeps describing so you're to talking me. persona wise or look wise or both actually um, it just just a, a theme okay that right that's a a, a theme a baseline theme you, you, for your uh, okay get steampunk going with i mean i see a lot of people who who are really a post-apocalyptic yeah steampunk and some people argue look. that's diesel pump which uh, you know yeah i mean yeah there's different looks for but sure. it's still an anti-establishment look yes definitely uh, abney park uh musical act oh yeah are yeah. very uh i think they 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 spell steampunk with a capital p there's a lot of a lot of punk a lot right. of anti-establishment uh discordian mm-hmm. um or, or uh, yeah, that that sort right. of thing to their to their look and their mm-hmm. their kind of music. Uh, so I think that's really important. So that's my three things, right? Okay. Victorian, innovation, and anti-establishment. Okay. Uh, Sounds good to me. Two out of three of those aren't bad. So what I'd like to do is uh, throw some ideas around each other, and we decide. Well, <laughs> okay. Or is it not? And you know, go crazy. Pick up anything. Uh, wow, that's a that's a hard one to start with. Um, you start. <laughs> Me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, give me an example of what we, what you're talking about. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Um, I don't think he's really steampunk because he doesn't. I mean, he's not really running around Victorian times, a- except in some episodes. Very few. Right. Yes, and he, nothing's really run on steam. The, but it is time travel. Yes. And that is sort that, of a that's scientific. Straight, to me, that's straight up science fiction. Okay. Um, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, I know the more the more. Re- I'm not sure if it's this doctor or the previous doctor. I forget the intro, but one of the intros had a lot of gears and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And one Playing of his that up. and his control room was more look looked looked a little bit more steampunkish with gears and whatnot and brass. But you know, but that changes every doctor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. And every writer. Yeah, and every writer. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not really sure he qualifies as steampunk, other than you know he's English. I mean that's another thing. <laughs> I mean that's another thing. I mean I, I want to bring up is like a lot of people think he steampunk. Does use, wear one of those cut off cutout coats. The frocks, yeah. The, the frock. Some of them do, not all of them. Um, yeah, the new you're one right. does. No. Um, like like with like one. Of, that's another thing I want to bring up. Whenever people think you know Victorian, they always think Victorian England, and that's cool. Right. But you know I, I live in Texas. So when I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking Texas steampunk for myself. That's why I wear a cowboy hat most so of the time. Wild West. Yeah, I'm thinking Wild West steampunk, and that's cool. Um, yeah, I, so, that's so still, remember, just that's because, still the same time period. Exactly. But and, you know, don't forget, don't forget, people. Yeah, the Victorian era was all over the world. It wasn't just in England. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although I think they reported much the center of the world back I then. Mean, in Europe, <laughs> they call it the Belle Epoque. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know a, a good catchphrase for the U.S., but that was you know a time of innovation and exploration. Right. Yeah, so there's and, a lot of stuff going on in, in the U.S. Uh, back then. The whole uh, uh, intercultural steampunk is a is a right. is a whole topic we could take on at another right. time. Right. Yeah. Like I say, uh, like you know, one of the things that bugged me about the when we went to Vegas, so that one that one. Steam, steam, oh, Steamathon. Steamathon. It was like they were pretending that they were in England, <laughs> you know. Hip hip cheerio. Which, yeah, which you know, it just kind of bugged me a little bit because we were in the wild. You know, we're in the West. You know, we're we're in Vegas and Nevada. You know, and that's <laughs> America. <laughs> it it didn't feel quite right. This <laughs> desert climate. Exactly. So I mean, not British. that there's anything wrong with that, but I think I would have enjoyed it more if they actually, you know, let's, let's you know, let's be in America, the Wild West, <laughs> steampunk, I, and not- and Queen Victoria was visiting us instead of. Um, Mrs. Lincoln was it Mrs. Lincoln um, mm-hmm. was visiting there you know kind of thing eh. but otherwise it was still a great time I loved it I'm definitely going back so yeah I'm not going to get all bent out of shape of yeah it details, was just a little but... minor little detail that bugged me so but I, we, I we got are, over it I, we got off topic sorry we, <laughs> a little Doctor bit off Who topic. I don't generally think it is. speaking not steampunk not it doesn't for me. doesn't even hit two of but those. I do love it I do I'm a big Doctor Who fan so don't get mad at me people okay <laughs> Okay. Throw um, something to me. What do you got? Ah, uh, let's see. Um, warehouse thirteen. Okay. Um, their warehouse was kind of steampunkish, but overall, they kept using uh, 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 Tesla inventions, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah. Not really, but you know, like they throw Tesla, his name on a lot. Yeah, like a, a Tesla stun gun kind of thing. They had. Right. Right. So innovation, kinda, sorta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it? Yep. Uh, no, I, no, I don't yep, think, I think a, so. a Victorian era was was part of their. Although I think uh, they had Tesla running around, but she was female. All of suddenly, the inventor was actually female. No, was it Tesla? They had they had a historical figure running yeah, around. Yeah, the, one but, of the inventors. But, but yeah, <laughs> but but uh, Victoriana was not not part of their 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 you know concept of their mm-hmm. shtick. I, I don't think. No, they just had some um, Victor- well, it, old old time. They, they use a lot of old timey tech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was about it. So old timey science fictiony kind of, but I, I'll give it the science fiction uh, check mark. The innovation okay, so check one. mark. Okay, so one, one out of three. Uh, they weren't anti-establishment. They were the government. That's true. They coming were coming to okay, take so, things yeah, away. So from one them. out of three means I, not I steampunk. Don't think so either. Like no. the Doctor Who was, I think Victorian, so, well, sort of Victorian. No, it was more science fiction. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there were certain seasons that were. There mm-hmm. are certain episodes or characters. Uh, so there was a little bit yeah, of flavor, yeah, yeah. flavor of yeah, small flavor. flavor of steampunk, yeah. And and yeah, Warehouse Thirteen had some flavor. Yeah, a little bit of sprinkle on top. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about what about Firefly? Firefly. Mm, that's that's uh, ooh, definitely science fiction. Okay. Um, very Wild West. Agreed. And we just talked about how yep, yep. Wild West fits the Victorian right, because, uh, era. Yeah, because back in Victoria times, hey, the Wild West was happening. <laughs> admittedly, this is, you know, the far-flung future Wild West, but we're going to, I would I would accept that. So that's, that's two out of three, because it's not Victorian uh, time. Or no. <laughs> they weren't dressed, and they were dressed, it was Wild they, West. And are they anti-establishment? Fiction. They definitely were. So they get three out of three stars. <laughs> Firefly was totally was steampunk. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> hey, so brown coats out there, if you're listening, hey, hit us up. How you doing? <laughs> okay, so what else? Man, it's a tough game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. One more. Okay, ready? Ready, go ahead. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I never really thought about it. I was kind of it. working up to this, but uh, yeah, let's just go at it. Bernie Sanders. Um, well, he's, he's not science fiction. 
<laughs> but he is innovative, and he's... he wants to support uh, uh, alternative fuel sources. Right, okay. Um, and, and So he's talking anti-establishment as well. They're definitely anti-establishment. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, throwing the Democratic Party for a loop, and everybody's all huffing and puffing. So he's, he's so breaking So far, that's, two out, of, that's two out of three. Two out of three. Victorian, Victorian? he remembers the Victorian era. <laughs> well, how old is he really? <laughs> he's at least 100 years old. Okay, so he's Victorian. <laughs> he is straight up Victorian. <laughs> Bernie Sanders steampunk. is steampunk. So, hey, vote for Bernie. <laughs> Steampunkers, go That's for it. He's one of us. <laughs> no. no, okay. So, okay. So, Bernie Sanders is steampunk. Awesome. I, I never realized. <laughs> Okay, so that was fun. Um, yeah, okay. So that's steampunk. We got we, there's three criteria that you should hopefully fall into to become steampunk. If you can think of anything two else, of them. Yeah. there's two of them. Uh, yeah, two out of three is is great. Um, so you know, like again, once again, hit us up on Facebook. Um, if give us your ideas. Comes to yeah. mind that uh, you know you'd like to you think is steampunk or shouldn't be steampunk or you know you hate these three criteria entirely. I right. don't know. Yeah, talk to us. So you know, was, feedback is always a good thing. What do you think? Okay. So right. there's that. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> All right. So um, I guess we can do some reviews now, you think? Yeah. I so see you brought All a couple right. of yes. things to talk about. I here. have two different things. I have a novel and I have a comic book series. And Shocking. I, I have a novel. Awesome. Do you want to go first? No. I'll go first. All right. <laughs> Your turn. We're going to start it with a novel. It is called the A Ministry of Peculiar... No. Sorry. Phoenix Rising. A Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences Novel. So Phoenix Rising is the name of the novel. Uh, Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences is the series. This is the number, the first book in the series. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences. It is written by Pip Ballantyne and T. Morris. Basically, this this book um, kind of reminds me of well, Warehouse 13 for the most part, <laughs> and also um, if there's a new there's another show called The Librarians out there. Basically, they run around and they collect mystical artifacts or anything going anything out there that the public shouldn't get a hold of because it's dangerous. Um, it's based in Victorian England. Ding. Yep. <laughs> they. They. Um. So think about. I think it's a combination of Warehouse 13 and James Bond kind of thing because there's a straight up James Bond villain in this book. <laughs> okay. Um. He is. He is trying. His. His. He has a plot to take over the government. Um. He has a straight up villain base <laughs> that they infiltrate. Um. It's basically two. Two. Two agents. One is an upper crust Englishman. And the other one is she is a she is a lady from the the colonies of New Zealand. <laughs> oh, okay. and so she you know she's she's kind of you know you know how New England how how the caste system works in in England sure, back sure. then. So she was a little bit looked down upon by a lot of the upper crust people. Um, so she's second class. No, well or, they don't or... really say that she's second class, but you can you know the attitude toward her is like oh you're from the colonies. <laughs> oh <laughs> you know? okay, all right. <laughs> you know? A nationalistic. Uh, yes, yes. Thing. You're not does one she, of us. Does she exactly. talk funny? She have an accent? Um, kind of in the book, but you know when you're I mean, reading, it's everybody's it, English. So yeah, they're all English. <laughs> okay, all but right. she, you know, he's the, he's the fine upper crust man. She's she's more rough and tumble. Um, all he wants to do is be the archivist. He wants to be archiving all the stuff they find. She's a field agent. Gets in trouble. Gets thrown into the archives to as punishment to help him out. Okay, so it's sort of a uh, uh, the characters from. Uh, so that reminds me of the Warehouse 13 part. Uh, the, the mummy movie. <laughs> yeah, something right? like that. Only turn on their heads. She's the adventurer, and he's the, the, the mousy librarian. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, Exactly. Cool. 
Um, but there's all I mean there's all kinds of stuff going on in this book. There, there's secret there, there's secret societies, which is very Victorian. Oh yes. Um, yes. And, and of course, like I said, the straight up von the Bond villain trying to take over the government. Um, and of course, the Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences is a clandestine organization. You know, they don't officially exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just an overall good romp. I mean, they run around. They they they're looking they're looking for. Uh... Okay, let me. I'll read the back of the book. That'll help a little bit. Okay. These are dark days indeed in Victoria, England. Londoners are vanishing, then reappearing, washing up as corpses on the banks of the Thames, drained of blood and bone. Yet the Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences, the Crown's clandestine organization whose ballywalk is the strange and unsettling, will not allow its agents to investigate. Fearless and exceedingly lovely Eliza D. Braun, however, with her bulletproof corset and a disturbing fondness for dynamite, <laughs> refuses to let the matter rest. And she's prepared to drag her Tamiris new partner, Wellington Books, along with her into the Perlius fray. For a malvolent brotherhood is operating in the deepening London shadows, intent upon the enslavement of all Britons. And Books and Braun, he with his encyclopedic brain and she with her remarkable devices, must get to the twisted roots of a most nefarious plot, or see England fall to the phoenix. Ooh. They also they also have a lot of steam gadgets. <laughs> cool. You know, like he had like a one of the weird ones was a kind of a, it was a listening device. Um, like listening through walls, but it was very, you know, rec- and it was also a recording device as well back then. <laughs> so, and it was steam powered. <laughs> Don't know how it worked, you know, mystical, magical, whatever, okay. steam powered, but it was really fun. And she has some kind of weird mystical, I don't know. She Just has bullets, bang bang you know, some kind of gun that she's always proud of. But it, this is really good fun. I'm looking, there's several books in the series. There's like four books. I've only read the first one. I'm looking forward to reading the others. Um, also, on a side note, there is a podcast, Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences. Basically, they read short stories of different adventures that they've had. Um, it's not quite full audio drama, but they do have some music and some sound effects and voice actors for the actual speaking parts. Fine. But usually it's somebody just reading the story to you and they have the voice actors come in. I listened to the first two. They're really entertaining as well, um, basically. And it, it's really a good time. So if you like steampunk adventure, James Bond, Warehouse 13 type stuff, this is, good, this is the book for you. So that, that's, my, that's that for me. Um, you, and you have okay. a novel, you said. I have an anthology called Tales of the Far West. And uh, I am just going to read the back of it. It's, it's fairly short, but uh, here we go. Wushu. Western. Wild. Imagine a fantasy world, but not one based on medieval Dark Ages, European culture, and myth, but rather one based on the inspirations of the Spaghetti Western and Chinese Wushu. Add steampunk elements? Mix well. This is Far West. (laughs) All right. So I I don't think this book was was, was really trying to be steampunk, which which makes the more interesting, right? Okay, yeah. When you find... uh, Books, movies, or what have you, that is steampunk by accident. <laughs> so that, that fell into your three criteria. Um, How does that fit your criteria? Uh, well, it is Western. Right, okay. It's Wushu, which is like a kung fu. Yeah. And that that's Victorian era. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it does involve... It, it, it's, it's an anthology series, so there are a lot of different stories by a lot of different authors, and some fit better than others. Okay, yeah, um, makes sense. But a lot of... Or a few of them, at least... Uh, Work with with uh, strange artifacts or, or, or uh, okay. uh, weird science, uh, airships, and uh, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, anti-establishment. Well, from from a point of view of taking wushu and western and mixing them up, 
that's pretty anti-establishment to mm-hmm. to uh, genre norms of books right. I've seen lately. Um, but in in the stories, um, you know, it's cowboys and and shoot 'em ups and robbing banks and, <laughs> and that sort and of wushu. thing. And uh, So there's a kind of an anti-establishment slant, but it's very light. I, I don't think it's it's really you know trying to make any social uh, statement. Um, but, it's, but it's just good old fashioned adventure for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're all short stories. And quite honestly, some are a lot better than others. Uh, some I really enjoyed, and some I thought were kind of meh. But it's it's easy to to uh, accept or, or uh, forgive the mess stories when you get to the the really good ones. Um, that uh, I really like the the Chinese flavor okay. that they give to the Wild West uh, firearms and and concepts mm-hmm. that that felt cool. okay. Um, I also. Th- it seemed to me that the the martial arts and kung fu action scenes didn't translate well to the written word. Oh, uh, that's sometimes that's really hard to write. Sometimes, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, hey, sounds like a but. But it was it, altogether worth looking up. Tales of the Far West, uh, edited by Gareth Michael Skarka. Did you get this at one of the conventions we went to? Actually, uh, or my brother-in-law oh, okay. uh, read it and handed it off to me. And said, hold on to this. And I said, sure, okay. <laughs> and, then, and you read it, why not? Yeah. yeah. So that was cool. Okay. All right, so there's that one. So that's another novel you guys can look into. All right, now I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna re- I'm going to review another comic book series. It's a four-issue limited series written under the Dark Horse Comics umbrella. It is called The Steam Man. Now, I can't get much more steampunk than this because it is a giant mech in shape of a man wearing a top hat. It is definitely run on steam. Um, and it fights giant monsters. <laughs> like you do. You know, what else you can do with a giant mech? <laughs> I mean, that's what mechs are for, right? Now, this, this is basically, it um, starts off, they're hunting down this evil monster. It's, the mech is basically, it has a crew of men inside of it. At least about four or five people that I rem- four here. I think there's four or five. You know, one's the engineer, one's the captain, one's the... I think the Indian is just the muscle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the guy who pedals. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like for, for getting to fights, you know. So I mean, here he is. I mean, they're actually punching with the with the guy. The art is not bad. I like it. It's it's clear what's going on because I've seen some comics where you just can't tell what's going on, and that's really annoying. But this is decent, decent, decent art. Um, it's written by Joe R. Lansdale. Art was by Pet Petro Pet, Petro Kowalski. Sorry if I mispronounced the name. Piotr. Piotr. Peter in Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a post-apocalyptic as well. This is the Wild West. Um, they're like I said, they're chasing down this evil monster, and it's just basically the whole, the whole, all four books is them running into trouble as the monster tries to stop them, fighting more giant monsters. <laughs> oh, it's actually it's five issues. Sorry about that. But yeah, it's, overall, it's it's a decent little movie. I mean, de- decent little comic. Um, it it would. I think the the story itself could actually fit into like a submarine or maybe even a spaceship because of the crew aspect of people being in the crew. Um, but like I said, they're walking around in a giant mech wearing a top hat, <laughs> and you know can't get much more steampunk than that. So I'm watching you flip through this thing, and I would describe it as uh, the line art is really good, mm-hmm. um, and the the coloring is sort of secondary. Right. I, I've seen some definitely uh, better uh, colored. Pieces, but it is a full color comic, and and the art is is uh, good. Mm-hmm. It it's grabbing me, so that's cool. Yeah, 
So yeah, once again, I mean, it's just a straight up adventure. They're they're you know the mech has of course they have all kinds of issues. The mech falls down, they got to repair it. You know, and it's run on steam. I mean, they're they're burning wood <laughs> in the furnace. You know, to keep it going. And like I said, they fight giant monsters with it. They you know full out punching and kicking. I mean, hell, there's a there's a knee there's a knee to the <laughs> stomach there. Knee to my porthole. I mean, punching right through the head there. <laughs> you know, <Wow>. so. <laughs> It's just, you know, straight up brawl with a mech. You know, just, I mean, this could have been... Um... Can't do that with a submarine. Right, can't do that with a submarine, true. But what was that movie for, with the giant mechs that they fought the monsters that we went to go see? Oh, 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 uh, uh, Pacific Rim? Yeah, Pacific Rim. I mean, it'd be like a steampunk Pacific Rim, except, you know, they're not in the ocean. <laughs> they're out in the wild, out in the wild. Um, so look it up. It's called The Steam Man by Dark Horse Comics. Um, Is any... it a recent release? or? Um, the last one came out last month. Um, okay, I'm sure so you can get the back. I'm sure you can get the issues at at you know any any of your local comic book stores, and eventually it, it it'll probably be collected in a in a you know co- graphic, graphic novel, novel you know full collection of it. So you know look it up at Steampunk and Steam Man. It even says right here a must read by Clive Barker. <laughs> you know it's a little bit of horror thrown in there as well. I guess there's a little horror horror film. I mean horror twist to it. Okay. Because cool. the monster they're fighting is, you know, this big evil demon type looking guy. It looks sort guy. of like a Lovecraftian, yeah. tentacle, hairy, mm-hmm. mouthy. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, I'll get better at these reviews. Trust me. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I think, th- I mean, we're pretty much coming up on 50 minutes, so we should probably be winding down now. Okay. All right. Um, so, like I said, we now have a f- Facebook page, Texas Steampunk Collection. Connection. Sorry. <laughs> I'll learn our name eventually as well. You were making fun of me because I had to ask. <laughs> yes, he didn't know what we were called earlier. So, yeah, Texas Steampunk Connection. Uh, we'll be uh, posting us these here, uh, there, uh, with links to some of the things we talked about in this uh, mm-hmm. this podcast. Probably not everything because we talked about a lot of stuff. We did. Whatever we can think of, you know, we'll we'll link it. And uh, Yes, it's current. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. Yep, so thank you very much for listening. Um, tell your friends. Um, like I said, once again, if you have any at- questions, comments, uh, any, anything coming up that you want us to know about, let us know. You know leave a comment in, the, in, our, in, our, uh, on our, in our Facebook page. You know? So, yeah. So until next time, um, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. Have a good night. <laughs> good night, everybody.